0: Hi, I'm my fellow junkies to the South of Music Attic here, and welcome to the Music Attic 27 podcast, where it's for all music lovers alike. And today we're going to be doing the top 20 best songs of 2022, in which these are just the top 20 of my favorite songs of 2022, in my personal opinion. So let's get into it. Starting at number 20, we got Pilot by Dami and JD Beck. This is one of the more standout songs from the jazz duo from their album that they released not that long ago this year. Which is really cool because I like the Snoop Dogg and Buster Rhymes feature on this one. And having the nice, unique jazz production goes on to for this song. And just for those two in general, really works well for them. Having to be one of my favorite jazz albums, let alone for this whole year that I've listened to, really works well. I'm really excited for these two. Nice job with the album. I really love this song very much. Next at number 19, we got Talk About Me by Dot the Genius. This is one of the well-known producers and kind of be associated with Kid Cudi because it has him, Cudi, uh, Denzel Curry as well too. I love the production and the ideas going on to for the messaging works really well. What the fuck do these people know about me? Kind of gives that uh, idea and that mentality. And all three of them did their nice job in their verses. And the hook, really catchy, really energetic. I love the energy that, that the Genius was going on to for it. And the chemistry between all three, Cuddy, Denzel, and J.I.D. works really well. Now at number 18, we got She's a Country Music Fan by Wheeler Walker Jr. This one is one of my favorite country songs that I have heard by far in 2022, and <laughs> mainly because of the humor and its unironic use of the pronunciation of the title of the song, really works well. And if you are not into country, I'll definitely have you go into Wheeler Walker Jr. if you want a more humorous side of country and having his very old town type of country production for this song really works well. And I love the humor that goes on to this song very, very much. Next at number 17, we got 5-0 Chronicles by Larry June. One of my favorite songs from his new album that he dropped back in June. Really works well. Really awesome stuff. I was really impressed with this album that he was going on to. And this one really works well. I love the hook that goes on to it and having currency on the verse too. Really awesome stuff. Very catchy. Kind of laid back and kind of does a nice job in delivering that idea for him. Really works well. Number 16, we got All Eyes on Me by Reverie. The L.A. native rapper kind of pulls in one of the songs that would be on her album No Chaser, which is a great album, and this song here really works well. Kind of pulls in a little bit of some Tupac references and kind of pulls in the title and sample as well, too. She pulls in a nice braggadocious type of style for this song. Really goes on to telling her audience and everyone that's listening to her saying that, uh, she is nothing to mess with. And she has all of this power that she has on her. Really cool stuff. Really dope energy. Really great stuff. I really do enjoy it. Up next in number 15, we have Unk and Few by Quavo and Takeoff, which was the initial song that kind of got everyone surprised and wondering what happened to Offset. And now it's just the duo that they are, Quavo and Takeoff. This was a little bit of a surprise twist on this one because it was just those two and having to see what chemistry they they would go on to as just a duo and it works really well for them too and this was a little bit ahead of time before takeoff's unfortunate passing so r.i.p to take off on that one too it was gone way too soon and this song has to be one of my favorites from it from the duo and having from their album works really well r.i.p takeoff next at number 14 we got head high by joey badass in which it kind of pulls in a more introspective side of Joey and kind of pulls in some reflective moments especially from his second verse in which that he was talking about his experience with XXXTentacion and, and recording Infinity 888 and kind of works well for other artists that we've lost in the past few years really works well too I really like the messaging and the calming production that Joey would go on to for this song really works well next up at number 13 we got As It Was by Harry Styles as a little bit of a return to the classic 80s synth sound a little bit too with this song, Harry goes on to make it very catchy and kind of be a little bit influenced by Aha's Take On Me with the piano chords a little bit too. Really interesting, kind of be one of my favorite pop songs that was released this year. Out of all the songs that I've listened to in the pop industry, this one would have to stand out the most because I like the energy and like the nostalgic 80s feels going on to, for this song very much next at number 12 we got two songs that tie for the same spot and that is war ender by oni and 1984 by slaughter to prevail Two of my favorite metal acts that I've heard this past year and having to kind of pull in their respective fields and in War Ender by Oni you got City Morgue as well too kind of pulls in some trap metal influences and kind of being oh the toughest motherfuckers around in a sense too and having City Morgue on that song really fits in as well too. And for nineteen eighty four by Slaughter to Prevail, it was kinda of a bit of a response track to with the situation with Russia and Ukraine at that time when that song was released. And it has a nice powerful messaging trying to say, Let's end the war and all that stuff too. Let's love each other. I like the idea that both of those songs were going on to really works well next at number 11 we got the corn song forgotten this is their first single that they released from their latest album requiem back in february and i would probably say i was really impressed with the return to form sound that they were going on to back in the day and having to be a little bit of a hiatus from their last album that they released over six years ago i think from them but the song will still be incredible to listen to with a nice riff and the catchy chorus it was going on to for it really worked Well, I was really impressed for this one. Next at number 10, we got Walkin' by Denzel Curry. This was another song that was a little bit to more return to form, but more mellow approach on This one for Denzel Curry from his Melt My Eyes, See Your Future album, which really works well on the concept for that album. And this song really works well for a two-part production, having to be very hype and then later on will kind of be more enticing with the production and kind of pulls in more introspective and reflective type of moments as well too, which is really great. I really enjoyed this song very much. It works well for like a workout song too. And it does a nice job for Denzel being Denzel, using his nice wordplay and all that stuff too. Really works well. Really impressed with this one. Next at number 9, we got Easy by The Game, which is has to be one of my favorite songs from him. In a while, to say the least, and that's saying a lot. Even though it's coming from his 31 track album, Drillmatic, this one had to be like my all time favorite from that album, to say the least, because of the easy production and having the easy sample and Also having a certain someone on this song too. It works well surprisingly and even though it got a little bit petty later on when the song was initially released. And yeah that's pretty much the reason why I kind of enjoy a little bit of this one too. It stands out the most from it but it works really well. Very catchy, really cool with a DJ premiere outro as well too. Works really well. Next, at number 8, we got two songs in this spot, which is No Stylus by Destroy Lonely and Black Punk by Rico Nasty. Both of these two songs really work well. I really do enjoy the ideas that they were going on to. Destroy Lonely's song, No Stylist" is pretty much a bit of a braggadocious song and saying how he doesn't need a stylus. He styles himself with the styles that he's going on to, and from the project of the same name. really works well, and it just kind of shows in a nice little catchy hook and a nice flow and the nice rapidness it was going on to for it really works well then for Rico Nasty's Black Punk kind of goes into a little distorted backing vocal but kind of works well with the aesthetic that Rico is going on to and for the tape that she had this song on Las Runas really works well and kind of be more experimental and have a little bit of a dance break close to the end of the song both of them are really great tracks I really do enjoy them Next at number 7, we got another two tracks that tie together, that is Michael and Quincy by Nas and Titi Mi Pergundo by Bad Bunny. Starting off with Michael and Quincy, Nas does a nice job to be a returning to the King's Disease series with King's Disease 3, and this one had to be one of my favorites too. I love the instrumental and the little comparison that Nas would go on to comparing him and Hit Boy with Michael and Quincy Jones. Really works well, really impressed with it. Then for Titi Mi Pergundo by Bad Bunny, having to be more on the playeristic side of him getting a lot of girlfriends and pretty much has the whole entire theme for that song and has to be one of my favorites from his album that he dropped back in May. There was a lot of good tracks on that album, but Titi Mi Pergundo had to be the one that stands out to me the most from that album. Really works well for that one next up at number six we got two more songs that tie together which is on god by michi darko and creeping by metro Boomin with 21 savage and the weekend starting off with on god with michi darko has to be this one try really fits in well with the very theatrical and dramatic production it was going on to for this song and michi with a track and freddie gibbs the chemistry works well with them together as a trio and having to have a catchy hook Really goes well with the theme of gothic luxury from his album. Really works well. Then for Creepin' by Metro Boomin', it's one of the more later tracks that I kind of liked very much from it as well too. With having The Weeknd and 21 Savage on a track together with this very dark R&B infused beat. And has a little bit of a reminding of that one Mario song back in 2004. And having a little bit of a similar structure and storytelling a little bit too about Creepin' and Don't Wanna Know being cheated on and all that stuff too. But it works really well. Really impressed with that one. Now at number five, we got two songs that tie together, again, with Crypty Enthusiasm by Snoop Dogg and Pass Nirvana by Pierce the Veil. Crypt Your Enthusiasm by Snoop Dogg is a very eclectic one, mainly because it samples the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song, have to chop it up a little bit too, and kind of have Snoop Dogg be braggadocious, nonchalant energy that he brings for this one. Really works well, really cool, and kind of catchy for that sense, and very unexpected because of the Curb Your Enthusiasm sample. Really funny, really cool stuff. (laughs) Then next is Past the Nirvana by Pierce the Veil. One of their newer songs coming from their new album they're dropping next year. Really excited to see that and having to have this very alternative and heavy sound that Pierce is going on to. Really cool stuff and having to kind of have this amp up for the album. I can't wait for it. It's going to be really great to hear. Next up at number four, we got three songs that are tied together this time. We got Johnny P's Caddy by Benny the Butcher, Talk That Shit with Killer Mike, and Silent Hill with Kendrick Lamar. Having to have all these three together have a little similar thing with each other. I really like the catchiness and the lyrical abilities that all three of these artists go on to for their separate tracks respectively. Johnny P's Caddy has J. Cole and Benny the Butcher. Both Benny and J. Cole really go on to talk their shit with a nice lax soul production. Really cool stuff. Nice storytelling for both of them. Talk That Shit by Killer Mike is a nice little Memphis infused song with Two to three beat switches. Really good, really awesome stuff. I love Killer Mike. His stuff really works well. And the DJ Paul production for it. Really works well for him, too. Then Silent Hill is one of those little mellow trap songs from Kendrick's album, Mr. Morale. And it was a little bit unexpected, too, because uh, he also has Kodak Black as a feature, too. And most people were really surprised on that, too, because of how the cooperation for both of them really works well together. Surprisingly, with this very mellow trap production, but very catchy hook that Kendrick would go on to for it. Really works well. Really dope stuff. Now at number three, we're getting to the good stuff here. Uh, Number three, we got two songs, which is John Woo Flick by Conway the Machine and PYS by Freddie Gibbs featuring DJ Paul. Having to have these two together really work well and having to go on with John Woo Flick. It's a real nice Griselda reunion track with Conway, West Side, and Benny together kind of going on to talk their shit their mafiasso stuff really works well too and kind of pulls in the nice little creepy energy goes on to too. kind of pulls in a punchy boom bat production really great stuff then PYS with Freddie Gibbs has a Memphis infused sound which really works well with him and having DJ Paul of 36 Mafia goes on to it really works well and having to be very catchy with the hook and the flow really works well for him. Then in number two, we got two songs to kind of tie up together, and that is Sacrifice by The Weeknd and Lift Me Up by Rihanna. Sacrifice is one of the more standout tracks from uh, The Weeknd's Dawn FM album. Really works well and kind of pull in some very catchy retro 80s vibe a little bit too with this and Gasoline and a bunch of other songs. Really works well, but this one... Really has a nice catchy appeal for it for me on this one because having a very catchy hook and makes it a classic earworm to listen to whatever you listen to on the radio for sure. Then you got Lift Me Up next to it, which is pretty much a return of Rihanna making music and having to be a part of the Black Panther 2 soundtrack, which is really great. And having to listen to it for most people, it'll pretty much bring a tear to their eyes, which pretty much did the same thing for me when I first heard the song. Really beautiful very poetic and very amazing stuff that Rihanna has released so far hopefully she drops a new album and has this a part of it which will be really amazing if she does really beautiful track then finally at number one the best song of 2022 in my opinion is Make Me a Believer by Yellow Wolf and Shooter Jennings which is the one song that really stood out to me the most from their collab album that they did which was more rock focused and having to have more of that sound from 10 tracks and this one really stood out the most i really love the hook i really love the production that uh jennings was going on to for yellow wolf and both of them together really works well as a duo and creating this awesome album and a great song such as make me a believer for this one too and that will conclude the 20 best songs of 2022 thank you guys so much i appreciate you guys